Now this goes out to all of my beautiful people I'm Jake Star, you know it's nice to meet ya 7.45am, catch me on the morning meetup Hosted by David Shane's all right, let's just jump into it because I got a lot to talk about today. I have a whole, whole lot to talk about. But today we are going to talk about scaling a business. I'm only going to talk to you from personal experience. I'm not just the person who's be talking just to talk. Um, but I really got some information and I, I did some cool stuff that I can really, really share with you all. Okay, so let's just jump into it. Scaling a business. How many people just throw it in the chat real quick? You have no idea how you're going to scale your business. And... You hear the word, sounds really cool, but you're not 100% sure exactly what scale means. Okay, throw it in the chat real quick. Throw it in the chat. You're not 100% sure. Did y'all take off today? We light. We light this morning. I They took off this morning. Okay, there must be like, I don't know, an email or something may go out to a certain group or something or something. Because uh, we like the day. So just make sure you tap your neighbor, all right? Senior skip day. <laughs> Y'all's partying. I ain't mad. I ain't mad. All right, cool, cool. Um, How many people? Really quick. Like, yo, you don't know what scale means or you just have no idea how you're going to scale your business. And you probably have no idea how you're going to scale your business because you don't know what scale means exactly. But we are going to talk about it right now, okay? Let's just go to the definition of scale. In business, the definition of scale is to increase revenue at a faster rate than cost. To increase revenue at a faster rate than cost. That is by definition. Boonduk, I'm not clear on how I scale. It's cool. I got you. Don't worry about it. It's all good. It's all good. I couldn't access earlier. Maybe that's what is happening. Maybe. Maybe. Deneen, uh, Brent, uh, I'm not Brent, but Jen, let's check on that, please. Um, increase revenue at a faster rate than cost. I'm going to give you a few things to talk about. Then I'll talk about the three ways to scale a business. One, if we are going to scale a business, the first thing I want us to consider is we have to set a goal. There must be some goal. If we are going to scale a business, there has to be some, some goal. What do you want to scale it to? What do you want to scale it to? What's the objective? Every goal, okay? Every goal should have a number attached. Every single goal should have a number attached. Every single goal should have a number attached. And I know what you're saying. Um, David, my goal ain't about money. My goal is to get married. Well, I think that goal needs to have some sort of number attached or you want to be long for, you want to be married for how long? <laughs> I think that's important, right? I want to be happy. And that might be a really, really good goal, but there needs to be a number attached to your happiness. You want to be happy for how long? You've been happy before, right? Anybody have been happy and then at night when you go, like you're out with your girls and y'all hanging out and you're happy. Wow, I'm happy. But then you get home and you're not happy. Meaning your happiness doesn't last for long because there's not, there needs to be a number attached. How the heck can I be happy for all 24 hours? Can I do that? Is that a goal? I want to be happy for longer periods of time. And we got to figure out how to do it because we can get high and be happy. But when the high comes down, Every goal, every goal needs to have a number attached to it. If your goal does not have a number attached, there's not a, it's not a goal. It's a wish or a hope. 
Some people say, I want to scale. Well, what do you want to scale to? What is the picture around that? Another, and this is, okay, I'm going to go through scale. I wrote this out and I thought it was really cool, like the S-C-A-L-E, but then I tried to fit it in a box and it wasn't exactly. I just, I just kind of tell y'all. Again, in the S with scale is self-care. If you want to scale your business, you have to do some you work. It is imperative that you do some you work. Many of us want to have more money, more customers, and we want to increase our revenue at a faster pace than our costs. We want to have way more customers. We want to lead way more people. But there is something about you that can't handle it right now. You want to scale to make more money, but the money that you have, the money that you have continues to flee your possession on a regular basis. How? Listen, you're making money, but for some reason you never have any. I'm telling you, you do not want to scale if you can't take care of the money that you have now. You do not want to scale if you can't take care of the customers that you have now. That's why, listen, I get anxiety. Like when somebody said, y'all couldn't get on the call, that really, really gives me anxiety and frustrates me because we are going to have, we're going to go to 10,000 people. And if we can't handle the thousand that we have, how are we going to scale? Listen, there are some things that are going to be broken and that's the C. You need correction. So one is the S in terms of set a goal and self-care. Okay. Because you need to be able to handle some things, but C correction. There is something that's broken in your business. Before we start scaling, I need you to understand that something's broken and you need to start to fix the stuff that's broken before you scale to anything. And the only way to scale is to fix the stuff that's broken. So some people feel like, and let me go to my board. And actually, I, I actually got this from um, uh, Dr. Jake Taylor Jacobs. Okay. And I found it to be true. Some people believe that scale looks like this. And if you're on my Instagram, um, you're not going to be able to see it. That's why you need to be in the morning meetup. You know what I mean? Say <laughs> my fault. Some people believe that scale means I make money here and then I just make more money. <laughs> is, that scale, is that how you scale a business? Like you just make more. Is that how you scale? I don't, I don't, it's not, it's not. Okay, I'll turn it real quick. Okay. Some people feel like this is how you scale a business, but it's not. Scale looks like this. And I'm, I'm only giving you, I'm giving you this from personal experience. So let's say you have some incremental growth, okay? This is how like most of our businesses work. For you to truly scale, you're going to have to fix some of the stuff that's broken. And when you take time away from selling and making money to fix the stuff that's broken, sometimes your business looks like this. It means you make less. <laughs> you make less sales because you have to take the time to fix the stuff that's broken. The corrections. You have to correct some things that are wrong. And then what you do is you start to lay a solid foundation and then you scale. And then you'll start to have incremental growth. And then you'll say, yo, I've got to fix some stuff. Uh-uh. I got to, hold on. 
I didn't mean to do that. That was weird. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Okay, yeah. So you had some incremental growth. Then he said, yo, I want to scale again. But then you're going to have to fix some of the stuff that's broken. And you're going to take, take time away from the field, take time away from making money so that you can fix what's broken. And it sucks. It hurts sometimes. But you're going to lay a solid foundation and you're going to scale again. This is what you call scale, ladies and gents. So you're going to have to fix what's broken, the correction, okay? The other, the A in terms of scale. So S is you got to set a goal and also you got to kind of take some time for self-care because there's some things that about you that not like you. Listen, if you if you are having anxiety with your three or four customers, imagine three or 400, okay? There's some things about you. You have to continue to grow as a business, as a leader. Your business will only grow at the rate of you. If you aren't growing, your business won't. Or what's sad is some people aren't growing and then their business outgrows them. But eventually, eventually, your business will come back to the level you're at. If you're at a 20 and something happens, you have a really good year or your business becomes popular and your business grows to 50, but you're still at 20, that business will come back to 20. Mark my words every single time. No argument about it. So anyway, we got to we gotta set a goal, but also um, really take some self-care, like in terms of self-development. Then we got to fix the corrections because some stuff is wrong, but also we have to um, take assessments, okay? We got to assess, is the thing that we're doing working? But also in that A is advertisement. So if you're going to scale a business, you're going to have to advertise. More people need to know who you are. L is for leverage. You're going to have to leverage processes and people. Also, for the E, you're going to have to expand and evolve, okay? Now, I want to really get into the three ways to scale a business. And this is very, very important. I got some examples and all kinds of cool stuff for y'all. Listen, three ways to scale a business. So put threes in the chat. Put a three in the chat. Put a three in the chat. How many ways to scale a business? Three, according to David Shares this morning, which I actually learned this from somebody else. I just don't remember who it was. I think it was my man, Napoleon. Napoleon, yeah, I think that was his name, yeah. Three ways to scale a business, and this really, really made sense to me. One is customer acquisition. Throw it in the chat, customer acquisition. You gotta acquire more customers. If you acquire more customers, you're now scaling your business. It's really, really um, a cool experience to get more customers because more customers mean you have more sales. Number two is raising the average order value, meaning every customer just spends a little more. You can scale by raising the average order value. So um, I'll get into the example in a second. So number two, number two, put average order value. Throw it in the chat. Average order value, raising the average order value. This is a way you can scale, raising the average order value. Throw it in the chat. Number three is selling to existing customers more frequently. This is also a way to sell, scale. Selling to existing customers more frequently, meaning the same customers that you have, you just sell to them more often. Cool, easy, breezy, beautiful, cover girl. So put it in the chat. Selling to existing customers more frequently. These are the three ways to scale. Now I want to go over them if you don't mind, okay? We got we got a little time. We're doing good this morning. We're doing good. It's only 826. 
I didn't even rant. I didn't rant not once. This is good. I'm gonna get through all my notes today. Okay, number one, customer acquisition. Here's some ways that you can acquire more customers. One, getting in front of more people. Seems simple, right? Seems simple. Getting in front of more people. If you want to get in, if you want to scale your business by customer acquisition, we have to get in front of more people. Does that make sense? Listen, there is a quote on my wall at the new studio. At the y'all gotta come to the clubhouse as soon as it opens. And you know what's crazy? We are, we are like, I, I believe we could open right now, but every time I'm like, yo, we about to open, I think of something else cool to put in there. So I got to like get out of that. Anyway, I'm going to do some cool stuff where, you know, like for podcasters, I don't know. Sorry. Y'all, I don't know why my camera keeps doing that. Okay. You know, like podcasters, we have a microphone, right? I, I had a Steve Jobs moment. I had a Steve Jobs moment and I said to myself, why do we need these microphones? Okay, this, this is a part of my rant. This is a part of my rant where I'm where I'm off my notes. <laughs> um, I had a Steve Jobs moment. Remember, y'all know my favorite part of the movie was Steve Jobs, where he looks at a computer. It's a box, and then on the side there are speakers, and he says to himself, "Yo, why can't we just put the speakers in the box? Why do we gotta have this cord and all that?" He just sees it, and I had a Steve Jobs moment. I said, "Man." A lot of podcasters, we have this microphone and we have to set up the microphone. And I'm like, yo, why can't the microphones just come from the ceiling and we don't got to hold them? Then I started thinking to myself, they shoot these movies, like these high quality movies, and you don't see any microphones. You don't see lapel mics on any of the actors. And I started looking into it. Oh, they got boom mics above. And I'm like, yo, how come the quality of the sound on boom mics rivals the sound of podcasters where you have the mic in your hand. So I started looking into different microphones and I'm like, yo, we about to put mics in the ceiling that come down. So somebody can just get in there and be comfortable and they ain't got to worry about a mic. Anyway, that don't have nothing to do with this message today, but I had a Steve Jobs moment and we started putting it in put in, into action immediately. Hired a consultant and we're about to hang mics from the ceiling. So <laughs> really excited about that. Let me get back to my message. Okay. Customer acquisition. You have to get in front of more people. So your focus, if your goal is to acquire more customers, is not acquiring more customers. Your goal is to be a dope presenter in front of more people. You have to get on platforms where your customers live. That's why, this is why, I recommend highly podcasting for every entrepreneur. Not saying everybody, if listen, everybody needs a podcast, but people need podcasts in different ways. Some people need a podcast to shoot their own podcast so that they can be on the podcast and it gives people something to share. It gives people something to share. Wow, I'm listening to this person's podcast. You should check it out. And that may be another potential customer and they get to listen to your voice and they become a fan of yours. But some people aren't saying, yo, I don't need a podcast because I don't want to start a podcast. Needing a podcast isn't about starting a podcast. Some people need a podcast because you need to get on podcasts because that's where your customer lives. That's where your customer lives. So you need to find everybody who has a podcast and jump on their podcast 
and be excellent at what you do. Now, this goes back to your own personal development. Can you be so captivating and so interesting in an interview that someone else's audience falls in love with you and says, I need what that person is selling? Everybody needs a podcast. Say, everybody needs a podcast. Throw it in the chat real quick. Everybody needs a podcast. Throw that in there. Throw that in there. Everybody needs a podcast. Everybody needs a podcast. This is when I take a break to pause for a call to action because I'm live on YouTube and on Instagram. And uh, because we have such an audience while we're talking about it, I am looking to acquire more customers. So if you find this valuable, if you find this valuable YouTube or Instagram, just go to themorningmeetup.com and join the morning meetup. We do this every day. We do this every day. Okay. All right. We're back. Everybody needs a podcast. Okay. You can also, um, in terms of customer acquisition, being a vendor at different places. Why? Because there's a large gathering of people and your product or service is right in the midst of gathering people. Listen, it's not always about, yes, www.themorningmeetup.com. Yes. Thank you so much, Brian. Or go to the Morning Meetup app. It's in your app store. The the objective isn't always about finding your customer. Sometimes the objective is about making it easier for your customer to find you. So if there are a thousand people, two thousand people, three thousand people in a space, and you can be a vendor, that allows more people to find you because they have to walk past the vendor booth. This is customer acquisition. As people are walking by, as you're vending, it is your job, your duty, your objective to reach everybody that walks past because they are all potential customers. Now, what turns potential customers into customers is your ability to passionately and educationally, no, intelligently talk about your product or service. You have to be able to sell people on your product. And sometimes it's not sales skills, it's just your passion. And you believing that this product or service is not something that people want, but it's something that they need. I am very, very intentional with my messaging that is not that, that listen, the morning meetup isn't for convenience. The morning meetup is, de- it, it's, it's necessary for your business. So I can talk about it confidently. Okay, next, we need to go on YouTube. All of y'all need to be on YouTube. Talking about your product or service. Why do I say YouTube? Because with the right thumbnail and the right topic and the right title, people can find you. Because now we're talking about customer acquisition, am I right? Listen, if you are not going to take the time to be a content creator on, on YouTube or Instagram, preferably YouTube, I would rather... I would rather you spend more of your time, energy, and attention on YouTube than Instagram. Why do I say that? Because when people are on Instagram, they're on primarily for entertainment, not education. But for the most part, when people are on YouTube, they're looking for something. That's why there's a search tab on YouTube. The search tab on Instagram is to find people, not necessarily information. You can't type in on Instagram how to scale a business, how to start a beauty supply. You can't you can't necessarily search it that way. But if you have a title that says how to successfully build a weave selling business, if someone types that in on YouTube, that customer finds you. 
they'll find you. They'll be able to watch your video and then buy your link in the bio or whatever or in the description. And now you're acquiring more customers, okay? And also, if you want to acquire more customers, you can go with advertisement. Notice how that's the last thing I talked about, okay? Because most people just need to focus on the organic, right? And now you got to find an ads person. If you don't have an audience, it doesn't really work. Um, or you're not like dialed in because there's a process in ads. But ads, and I learned this, whoever spends the most money to get a customer wins, if you have a membership community and I have a membership community, if I can spend more money to acquire a customer, I'll get more. So that is one. That is customer acquisition. That is the first way to scale a business, customer acquisition. Did I give you guys some stuff to think about? Did I give you guys some, some stuff to think about and do? Not just think about, not just mindset stuff, but how many people just throw it in the chat? Oh, I'm going to acquire customers. I'm going to vend at more places. I'm going to get on more podcasts. I'm going to start a YouTube series. I'm going to start advertisement. I'm going to make it easier for customers who are looking for me, find me. Oh, this is, oh, you know what? That's crazy. This is where I was going. I was about to tell y'all about the quote. And then I started talking about a microphone thing. There's a quote in the new studio that says, there are millions of people that would love to pay you if only they knew you existed. There's a quote in the clubhouse that says, there are, there are millions of people, millions of people that would love to pay you. They would happily pay you if only they knew you existed. You're so hard to find. They can't even find you. <laughs> how are they going to pay you if they can't find you? And then they wind up paying other people. Okay. All right, so that's customer acquisition. Some of you need to focus on customer acquisition, but let's go into number two, uh, raising the average order value. This is also how you scale. This is the second way to scale, raising the average order value. Now, there's a couple ways you can raise the average order value. You can actually raise your prices. So right now, um, the morning meetup is $79. How do I scale by raising the average order value? Well, I raise it to $97. That's the way to scale. Same work, more money. You have a product, your book is 20 bucks. You can raise it to 25. That is a way to scale. Say, Listen, remember the definition was to increase revenue at a faster rate than cost. Meaning the book only costs you $5 to print. You sell it at 20. A way you can scale that is to sell the same $5 book to 25, sell it to 30. I know people who have sold $100 books. One, they understand that they weren't selling the book, they were selling transformation. Two, they worked on their presentation to understand that this $100 is a small price to pay for the transformation you're going to have. So you can raise the average order value by simply raising your prices. Number two in raising your average order value is selling packages. Meaning, so for instance, I think, um, here's an example. We did the dollar trial. Throw it in the chat if you came in on the dollar trial. And you was like, yo, this dang, I was... We don't do the dollar trial anymore, but y'all came in on a dollar trial. It was dope. Dave, you got me. Okay. 
dollar trial because I figure if somebody spends a dollar to see what's going on in a morning meetup, they'll stay. Eventually, they'll just lock into the $79 a month, right? But we scaled. We scaled. And this was crazy. So for a long time, the only thing that someone could come onto the website and invest is a dollar for the dollar trial. You do the dollar trial, you'll get the email, you'll jump on the call, and they'll say, we'll say, in a week, you'll be charged $79 if you stay. Well, the way we scaled that was, right next to the dollar trial, we had a $37 order bump. So my books, I gave away my books, um, Dreams Are Built Overnight, and Networking No-Nos, and a disc assessment, all for $37. So the dollar that they came on to invest to be a part of the morning meetup, there's another option that says, yo, you can invest the $37. How many people got the $37 order bump in my attempt to scale my business? How many people got it? See, they, it's valuable. We put a lot of value into that, right? So it's worth more than the $37. But at one point, they can only spend a dollar. But we're saying, yo, if they're coming here anyway, why not give them another option? Because now we can raise the average order value. We raised the average order value from $1 to $15. Now, some people just got the dollar and take the $37, but we raised the average order value from $1 to $15. That is called what? It's an S word. It's an S word. It's an S word. What is the word? What's the word? You got it. You got it. Scale. That's how you scale. You just raise the average order value. It's not always about raising the price, but sometimes you can give people an option. Listen, can you think of any examples of scale where they're raising the average order value? I can. Every time, every time you go to the grocery store, before you check out, they're trying to scale you. <laughs> how, are they, how do they scale you? Every, every grocery store. I don't even go to the grocery store that you go to. But I know, I know when you go to that register, they're scaling you. They're scaling you. Why do they put all that candy and the gum in the magazine? Who's buying the magazines? Because I just read the joint until it's my turn and then put it back. But some people are saying, yo, this, this is really, really good reading. And they buy it. So am I stealing? It's not stealing, right? Where you just read the magazine until it's time and then you put it back. Well, they're scaling you. Because whatever amount, whatever amount you are about to spend, they need that extra dollar. They need that extra $150 for that soda, that, that $2 that's in that little glass case. They need that extra $5 for that magazine. They give you all these options. They just need the extra bread. Why? Because they're trying to scale you. If the average person spends an extra $3 more than they would have. How many customers does a grocery store have every day? Hundreds. They've got hundreds and hundreds of customers. If every customer, and let's just say there's 500 customers that go through on a slow day at a grocery store, spends an extra $3. 500 people spending an extra $3. That's an extra $1,500 a day. Scale. Check this out. That $1,500 probably pays 
all of the employees that worked that day at the Kroger's. Am I right? Y'all been to the Kroger's? Am I? Y'all think about that. The, the $3 average that somebody's going to spend by coming through that line probably pays every single associate. I mean, what are you making? $12 an hour? You work an eight-hour shift? That is, what is that, 80, 90-something dollars? So let's say you have 15 people working at a grocery store that day that all make $100 for the day. The candy, the scale pays the labor. Or the scale pays the lights every day. So what can your business pay for in your attempt to scale? Just think of what we can start pairing it. You know what's really, really cool? Yo, first off, I don't know who came up with this, but somebody came up with the ultimate scale and it's called dessert. Why do we feel obligated to give a, to buy a dessert with every meal? Who put that together? And who decided to add appetizer to the thing that we're already eating? The ultimate scale, appetizer and dessert. You know what's cool? What's cool? This is what I, I haven't done it yet. I haven't done it yet, but okay, I'm not going to talk about it because I'll do it later. Okay, um, number, okay, pop quiz. What was number one? First way of scaling. What was number one? What was number one? What was the first way of scale? Huh? Well, you got a whole lot of time. Yes? Yeah? All right, what's number two? Raise your prices. Absolutely. You can No, 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 no. You failed, Nella. You failed. It wasn't raising your prices. Yes, Tiffany, it's customer acquisition. Customer acquisition, first way to scale. What's number two? We just talked about it. We just talked about it. Now it's raising the average order value, okay? And then number three, selling to existing customers more frequently. Number three is selling to existing customers more frequently. So this is the whole importance of an email or a text list. Am I right? You're, you're gathering emails and text messages to scale your business, not for gathering sake. Why? Because you want to sell to existing customers more frequently. So if I want to do a workshop or something like that, I'm going to send a message to my email list that's comprised of people who already bought something from me. And I want to sell to you again. I'm not really looking to go out and acquire more customers. You already purchased something from me, so I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to like raise the average order value. What I am trying to do is to sell to the same customers more frequently. But we gotta keep acquiring customers if you wanna really scale, because the more you acquire, the more you can sell more frequently. See how that works? So some examples of uh, selling to existing customers more frequently is a monthly recurring revenue model. Monthly, current re monthly recurring revenue, meaning you spend all this time, energy, and attention to gather a customer, and then you try to sell every single month. That is how you scale. Because I could, I, I could do a webinar. A, a webinar isn't necessarily scaling because we're going to do this webinar, we're going to talk real good, and I'm going to sell you one time. But if I did the webinar 
and I move someone to a recurring revenue model, that means I did all the work to get you on a webinar. I sold the product or service, which is a monthly recurring revenue. And now I'm selling to the same customers more frequently every single month. And then the people that are monthly recurring, I try to sell to them again. So we got the app, right? We got the app. And in the app, I don't know if you guys noticed, but I put my whole podcast course in the app. Now, if we could do the math, if you enroll in the morning meetup for a year, it's $399. Now, my course is $2,000. I put the podcast course in the app for 75% off of that. I think it's like 500 bucks in there. Now, now you're saying, well, Dave, you got to value yourself. You can't like sell your stuff so cheap. Well, you guys are already in the morning meetup. You've already invested. A way to scale is to say, yo, I'm going to sell this $500 course to people who are already bought into what I sold. You don't mind that, right? Y'all don't mind that I'm scaling my business through you. I, I Listen, y'all know every single thing that I do, I come on here and I tell y'all about it. Like I... I, tr I truly, genuinely want you all to win. And I can, I'll promise you that I will never make all of my money from, I will never make most of my money from selling you stuff. My objective is to go build businesses and make money off the businesses. And then I'll just teach you how I did it. Not just based off good information. Okay, y'all cool with that, right? All right, so that would be an example of selling to existing customers more frequently. We're scaling. Now, podcasting is both podcasting and like YouTube, like creating content on YouTube. That is a way to scale a business because you're selling to existing customers more, more frequently. Now, it's not that I'm selling use something to make me money. But if I drop a video and you guys watch it and like it, YouTube will pay me. But if you like the first one, I'll create another video. And ideally, you'll go watch that one too. And YouTube will pay me for that as well. So the same person watching multiple videos pays me multiple times. It's just you don't have to pay for it. This is why... this. Listen, I am locked on YouTube. We drop a video every day on YouTube. Why? Because I know we have a locked in group of customers that when we put out a quality piece of content, you're going to enjoy it. I'm scaling. I'm scaling. Listen, you, you'll go watch a podcast episode and if you like it, you'll watch multiple episodes and we are leveraging. Remember the Ellen and scale? We're, we're leveraging this platform. And typically, when you're finished watching a video, it's going to show you another one. So it's allowing me to scale without having to put the time and attention into building a system because YouTube has the system already. It's going to suggest it already. And when you watch that one through, they're going to pay me again. Okay. Constantly selling complimentary items. So let's say, I don't know, let's say... 
let's say you sell candle holders. You sell candle holders. Your main business might be really cool candle holders. But if we're going to sell to existing customers more frequently, we should probably sell different candles and come out with different candles to supplement the candle holders. If I sold you a candle holder this month, and the next month I announce that we have this brand new candle that makes your house smell like um, smell like recess. <laughs> well, maybe not recess. I, I was trying to think of something fun, like makes your house smell like cotton candy, let's just say, because <laughs> kids are recess, golly. You do not want your house smell like that. But if you sell, if your main business is candle holders, you need to sell candles. And then, and then you might want to sell festive candles for certain holidays that come up. And then, and then, I don't know, you create a, a wax catcher. Do they have so is wax is wax catcher? Is that a thing? You know how like the wax comes down? I don't know if it's something you could do with it. I don't know, but you're selling all of the same stuff to the person who just bought the bought the product from you. That is selling to existing customers more frequently. How can you further serve and sell the people who already bought from you? Here's take take this note. Take take this note, okay? And I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to get out of here in just a little bit, okay? Sell a product that comes with a problem, then sell the solution to the problem you created. Got it? Are we good? Y'all all right? Are y'all all right? Everybody good? We straight? Okay, here we go. Here we go. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. Hopefully I can say it as smooth as I just said it. Sell a product that comes with a problem and then sell the solution to the product that they just bought. So let's say you're in a rental car business. Let's say my boy, um, why does my camera keep doing that? Okay, all right, let's, let, 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 let's say my boy Marlon is uh, in the rental car business, right? So he's renting the car, but there's a problem. Because the car doesn't smell, the car just smells like a fresh car. But what if you start selling car fragrances or, I don't know, um, a car seat? Well, I guess that would kind of go into raising the average order value. But y'all get what I'm saying. Listen, sell me some shoes and then later in a week, sell me some sneaker cleaner. Sell a product that comes with a problem and then just sell the solution to the problem. So I think, um, I think, okay, this is a good example. This is a good example. So we have like this morning meetup and there's, it's just an amazing program. Well, there's a problem. It's really cool that we're connected, but we're connected virtually which means there's a problem. Eventually you want to meet these people. Like how many people just throw it in the chat. You have like some amazing relationships with some people that you've never, ever met in real life. You got some amazing relationships with people you've never met in real life. Well, guess what? We've got black equity kind coming up 
And how many people bought a ticket to Black Equity Con so that we can solve the problem of us just being in like in our rooms, in our houses for the last couple years. You want to like connect with the people you built relationships with. There's a problem here. And now y'all got an extreme, I'm not going to say what the discount was, but y'all got an extreme discount because y'all family membership has perks. Membership has perks. But, uh, okay. So listen, this is, I want y'all, I want you to scale your business, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. I really, really, really want you to scale your business. Okay. You're either going to do it through customer acquisition, meaning you're going to acquire more customers and that be your focus or raising the average order value. You're going to start pairing your product or service with some stuff. Or number three, you're going to sell to existing customers more frequently. Okay, listen, if you're not, and if this was value, yo, first off, if you're on Instagram or YouTube and this was valuable, you made me a promise at the beginning of this that you said, if you enjoyed it, you would join the morning meetup. So hopefully this was valuable. So go to themorningmeetup.com and join and just meet me here every morning. We're here on every morning, all right? Now we're getting into the book club conversation. Brent, let us know what book is next. Floor is yours, my sister. I'm done.